Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. All right, welcome back for hour number two of One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you here on this Wednesday. If you're just joining us, just to provide some updates, number one, the Bills are just having a walkthrough practice today. There is no media availability, as is usually the case on Media Day Wednesdays. That has been pushed back to Thursday, not only for the Bills, but for their opponent this week, the New England Patriots, who will not have any media availability there until tomorrow as well. Uh, There was an update from the team uh, within the hour. Uh, The Bills put out a brief update on what is going on concerning DeMar's condition. It said DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So that's where that stands. Our thanks once again to former Bill safety, Coy Wire, who was here with us in studio, lent some player perspective to how you deal with a teammate going down with a life-threatening injury. And he experienced that because he was on this Bill's roster when Kevin Everett went down in the home opener while covering a second-half kickoff. And severely injured his spinal cord, um, but fortunately recovered and was able to walk and carry on natural life again. We're certainly hoping for the same outcome for DeMar Hamlin, uh, who remains at UC Medical Center. The people in the league, and I think it's surprising because DeMar Hamlin was, you know, he's a backup safety until Micah Hyde went down. Now he's a, has been a starter all season uh, since week two or week three, actually, for the Bills. And, you know, He's got people who know him. Pitt is, you know, he went to Pitt, and he Pittsburgh's his home, and he has been a huge Pitt supporter uh, and a Pittsburgh fan. Not the Steelers, but the city. He's been a a Pittsburgh guy his whole life. Grew up down there. Demar Hamlin, his uh, high school teammate, Kurt Hennish of the defense of the Texans, Houston Texans, is was asked about his relationship with Demar. And everybody, you know, just a great guy. Um, he has, 
and I, obviously it's a different situation, but everybody who has crossed paths with him have come out and just been so supportive and illustrative of how wonderful a person DeMar was. And we've got the stuff on our on our Twitter account of his his interview coming up here uh, and what he spoke to us about. Um, yeah, we, we talked to him about so, how special it is to have a teammate and that I don't, you grew I, up with on your roster. Certainly any player would have gotten a ton of support, but the kind of player DeMar has been and, you know, from Mike Tomlin's remarks last yesterday about how he's known him since he was 12. He's been in and around the – you know, he's a Pittsburgh kid. Yeah. Uh, to his high school teammates, to his teammates here in Buffalo. Uh, it's been really, really – Amazing to see um, what happens when a great human being has this happen to him and people rally around him. And, and, and yeah. kudos to all his friends and, and everybody who has come out and supported him. And so I, just wanna, fun. I just want to say this real quick, just once again about Coy Wire and you know him taking the time while he's here on assignment for CNN to stop in the studio and kind of share some perspective with us from a player perspective. Again, having gone through an incident where there's a life and death situation on the field with a teammate and how you kind of shift your perspective and try to get back on the field again. Um, I know that those Bills teams from his era uh, and from some of the other players' era of the early 2000s and the 2010s, they didn't win a whole lot of games. There's a lot of good people that came through that locker room in that time period and I consider myself fortunate to know a lot of those guys, uh, even though they did not have a lot of success on the field. A lot of good people uh, came through that yeah. locker room over the years, and, and Coy is a shining example we, of that. Yeah, we uh, – DeMar, so, um, we get – like Jimmy Morrissey, who is the center for the Houston Texans, uh, he was a teammate, a college teammate in, at Pitt of – Demar and he says Demar's a hero in Pittsburgh. He, says he always has been, and that's a, for a guy who's not even as a he's not even a vested player in the NFL. That was brought up to to uh, we're getting word now that was brought up to um, Troy, Troy Vincent, Vincent. Yeah. Uh, and Troy Vincent said, "Listen, he's not a vested player, but he's going to get taken care of. The league's going to give him everything he needs going forward." Yeah. Um, and I can promise you that our owner Terry Pagula basically told the UC Medical Center, "Whatever is necessary." Just do it. Yeah. It'll be handled. Right. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's uh, the league is really rallying in this. And it's going to be interesting, I think, in the coming weeks, months, years. Because I can't believe it's not going to happen. The changes that are going to happen in the NFL yeah, and how and they do things. Coy was, was pretty astute in pointing that out. A paradigm shift in injuries of this nature, how they're handled in-game what they do for the other players that are left, quite literally left behind on the sidelines. You're going to ask them to continue to play? That's ridiculous. Um, That's a paradigm shift. Um, Coaches being hyper-aware about concussions, like Mike McDaniel on Monday in film, going over the game with Tua and looking at some of his interceptions and then looking at him for explanation and saying, go down the hall, Go, go to the athletic trainers and our medical team, and go get screened for a concussion because I think you might have had one again. Right. Um, that's a shift. Say this, just just is. being aware of that 
in the moment when he's doing his job on a daily basis. And I'll say this, too. You can criticize the NFL for a lot of things. Uh, and I'll say it again. I've said it a ton. They get most of these issues, if not every single one of them, right. The only criticism I can say you can level at them is it takes them too long to get there. No question. But they get m- almost every issue that faces them correct, or they're moving in that direction. It's going to be really interesting to see from this point on, because you'll see it again. We will see it again, uh, because it's just the nature of the game. Another game that will, where coaches will say, you know what, we're unwilling to continue after what happened. Yeah, um, It'll happen again. It may be another five or ten. Well, it was in 2007 that the Kevin Everett thing happened. There have been instances since then. Yes. But it will happen again. And so the league will put in place protocols. And it will and, – and I say this. People say, wow, there's, the league is so soft. You know what? They're not soft. They're smarter. They're not softer. Yeah. They're smarter. And that's the thing. That's the most important thing. Learn how to improve your practices coming out of something like this. And I'll say this. You can say what you want about – you get all these guys where you get the bad call on a, roughing the – it seems really ridiculous to talk about, but it's true. You get these – People who complain about a bad roughing the passer call or a bad helmet-to-helmet hit and they eject the guy or the guy is in a concussion protocol or there's a penalty and people are like, oh, I don't know, the league is soft. They're not soft. They're smart. Because I'll be the first to admit, we were idiots back when I played in certain areas, yeah. comparatively speaking now. Right. They're idiots. We were idiots. We didn't, you know, it just wasn't done. Now it's just smarter to do it this way because I'll say this. You're telling me the league is less big now than it was then? Yeah. This league does nothing but grow because they're, they do things smart. Well, and their profile is larger, so it's even more important for them to have to set the right example. Yeah, In terms of player health. I agree. And, and there's issues that they're facing that. that they haven't gotten right just yet. And, but you know what? They're they, on their way. They wear it on their sleeve. Not, they get away with nothing because they're under such scrutiny every day, every, every practice. And like this week, it's a big deal that there's no media here present here at One Bills Drive. Media is here all the time holding the league, the teams, the executives, the coaches, the GMs all accountable for all the stuff they do and all the stuff they say. They, they don't escape any of that stuff. So it really leads them to getting it right. Now, it does take some time sometimes for them to get it right, but they do. Yeah. Even in the, the 20 minutes too long it took them the other night to cancel the game, they got it right. Yeah. They got it right. Let's get to the phones where people have been waiting patiently at 803-0550, 1-888-550-2550, and we lead off with Kip in South Buffalo. What do you have for us, Kip? You're on One Bills Live. What I've got for you, gentlemen, this afternoon is uh, just to let you know, I grew up in Michigan, but I've been mafia forever. In fact, I watched Pete Metzlars play high school football. He was the little brother mm-hmm. of a guy that's been a friend of mine all those years. But I've lived all over the country before I moved here to Buffalo seven years ago. And in the 12 hours after that happened, universally from friends in Detroit, New Orleans notably, where I lived for a decade and a half, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Chicago, Denver, friends have gotten a hold of me to say, we're praying for that young man. And what does Buffalo need? Universally, people have our back. And they've said, how's Buffalo doing? You guys have had it rough since May. How are you doing? And I said, we're tired of being tough and resilient. (laughs) We're, We're tired of it. 
You well, know? that's well, awesome, Kip. Th- thanks for that. I appreciate yeah. that. And I'll say this, Brownie and I have been talking about it as well. Um, the people in our building, we're not Brownie and me, Maddie. None of us are doing outside media appearance. We're not. I'm. I'm not going on the fan. I'm not going on TSN in Toronto. I'm not going on. You know, right. all the yeah. Sirius XM. All of that stuff. Brownie, your phone's been blowing up as well, too. Uh, we're just not doing that this week or uh, for the time being. Um, but our phones have been blowing up for 36, 48 hours like nobody's business. Not only with people who want to talk to us on the air about what happened to DeMar, but also my friend. I'm getting calls and t- reaching out from yeah. tons of people in, who I know and who know me about how are you doing? Yeah, because you know? they know we know Demar, um, and it's been it's been that way for all of us. So Kip, thanks from South Buffalo. Thanks for that phone. I'm glad that it's not just me and Brownie. Yeah, well said. Let's get back to the phones, and we go to Mark in Stockton next. What do you have for us, Mark? Here on One Bills Live. Hey guys, uh, I'm praying for Tamar and his family and everybody that knows him. Yeah, thanks. Um, Everybody was a winner that night. The teams, the players, the medical staff, the fans, the city of Cincinnati, the the Buffalo fans, across the nation, everybody was pulling for this guy, even now. Now, you've got two teams. They're definitely going to the playoffs. Why don't you just give them both a W? Because everybody was a winner, and we're still winners. Let them meet the playoffs. Yeah, Come on, I, guys. I, I I understand where you're coming from, Mark. I I really do, and it's I th- I think the spirit of your um, idea here is is good. And I'm sorry, I gotta let you go. We got other people waiting. Um, I think the spirit of what you're suggesting, the intentions are good. The problem is that impacts other teams negatively, and a team like Baltimore, for example which has a chance to still win the AFC North, you you just hand the Bengals a win, that goes away for the Baltimore Ravens because um, then they can't catch Cincinnati. And, and that's not going to sit well with them because there are playoff seeds at stake. And while I would be the first to agree with you that none of that matters when you're dealing with the life and death of a human being who's DeMar Hamlin, there are things at work there that may rub some people the wrong way, right or wrong. Um, and I think that's why the league is wrestling right now with what to do with this unfinished game. Because there, there are ripple effects from the outcome of that game that affect other teams. Namely, anybody in the, top, in the running for the top three AF playoff, AFC playoff seedings. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens who are still in the running for an AFC North division title, which affords them a home playoff game rather than having to play on the road. And should these things matter? They shouldn't in the grand scheme of things, but it's, it's easy to say that. I think it's harder to convince people of that. And, and that's unfortunate, yeah. but that's where we sit. I love, I love where your, I love where your heart's at. Yeah, it's Mark. great. It's great. Uh, and yeah, I get it. Uh, it's a great, it would be a great gesture. Um, but I'm I'm kind of with Brownie. We'll just I, I think it's better to leave it unplayed than gift somebody 
uh, something neither one of these things neither of these teams earned you know um, and I and I think too uh, both clubs particularly the Bills uh, because of how much they love Demar they, they don't, it's irrelevant. The Bills have been going on the road to the playoffs. Uh, they've gotten home playoff games. Feels like they've been on the road all season. Right. This it, year. That feels like the Bills have not had, like, they've had, like, two home games, right? Um, so, I think the Bills are, like, going to shrug their shoulders and say, Let's, yeah, who do we play next, you know, kind of thing. Uh, when this, as soon as they get their mind around De- DeMar and, and, they, and they know that DeMar is out of danger. Um, when that happens, then they'll be able to, to – get their eyes forward. Yeah. But I, I love where your heart's at, Mark. Uh, it's a great gesture, but I, you know, I don't think it's realistic. Yeah. Uh, there are more updates coming from uh, Troy Vincent, the executive vice president of football operations. He is doing a national conference call about the unfinished game between the Bills and the Bengals, where they go from here, and on options for resuming the Bills-Bengals game or adjusting playoff seedings, Troy Vincent says, quote, everything is being considered. They'll lean on the guiding principles from COVID, including the value of winning and winning percentage. It's their job now to give the commissioner those suggestions if the game is never resumed. So that's where things stand at the league level right now. They are combing through any and all possible situations, which includes finding a time to resume the game, not resuming the game at all, and then the repercussions from that decision. If the game is not resumed, how are playoff seedings determined? What is the fairest way to do that? How they deal with it? Who's seated where? Is it based on winning percentage? Is it based on other factors? How does head-to-head come into play? How do the tiebreakers come into play? When you have a team with a conference record of 8-2 and two, as opposed to another team with a conference record of 8-3 and three, because they've played one more game than the Bills or the Bengals. So these are all things they're going to have to work their way through and then present the commissioner with a series of options, and then the commissioner is going to obviously make the ultimate decision on that front. And they're going to have to do it in short order, because week 18 is coming up fast, and then the playoffs are coming up yeah, right after that. I think it's interesting, and, and I, you know, I, going down this road, you think about it was a great suggestion about neutral sites because the difference is this, that somebody's going to get a bye week. Uh, that's the only difference because other than that, then you could make a case for any game, playoff game, outside the division championships. The wild card round could certainly be played at home. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals could be played in their own stadiums. Um, and you could also, if, if it wasn't a head-to-head, you could give the Baltimore Ravens or the wildcard team, if it's the Bengals, a, a home game as well, um, somehow, some way. Or any of those games could be played at neutral sites. So outside of the bye week, the neutral site game is a really interesting phenomenon that you could throw into this so that anybody who had a chance to get a home playoff game who was deprived of it because of the Bills-Bengals outcome or lack thereof could get a neutral side game rather than a home game or a road game. That's a possibility. Um, 
but there's you know you as you can see and we talked about this we went we all lived through this during the covid year of 2020 of how it was going to happen if a, and all the monday they had a game on every single night of the week during that season yeah. someplace um so the flexibility is there if not the desire and uh, you know you go back you fall back on all of that stuff it's uh, it's it's good preparation for this but it doesn't make it any easier to figure out yeah without a without a spreadsheet as steve mentioned some former pit players who played for the Houston Texans had some comments on Demar Hamlin the person knowing him as a friend and teammate all positive obviously the Houston Texans we should also mention contributed $10,000 to Demar Hamlin's GoFundMe page earlier today and just to provide more perspective on how Demar Hamlin's situation has drawn the attention of the entire league, a coaching staff that is familiar with Demar, the New York Giants coaching staff, uh, provided recognition of Demar Hamlin, demonstrated support for Demar Hamlin today. Head coach Brian Dable of the New York Giants wore a hat today that not only had the New York Giants logo on it, but the number three uh, in honor of DeMar Hamlin, obviously him, offensive line coach Bobby Johnson in New York, along with Shea Tierney, the quarterback's coach. They all came from the Buffalo coaching staff of Sean McDermott and went over to coach the New York Giants this past offseason. They obviously know DeMar. They were here for his rookie season. They were around him every day. Uh, So it was nice to see their support uh, for DeMar Hamlin as well uh, in the wake of his horrific cardiac event so it's touched everybody in the league front to back back and forth sideways from one coast to the other um it is it is league-wide being felt and where the league goes from here uh, will be very telling uh, in the coming days as they all prepare whether they're ready for it or not week 18 and some pretty important games with respect to playoff implications division titles, playoff seedings. They all will be carrying what many of them will be carrying major weight as far as that is concerned. But I have to believe every last one of the men who will take the field this week, whether they play for the Bills, the Patriots, or one of the other 30 teams in the NFL, it is going to feel different stepping out onto the field this week. Uh, there's just, there's no way around that. Right. No way around. That. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a it's a conundrum, uh, but I think it's one – I think all of us – it's going to be hard to complain about the outcome, knowing you know how this happened. So whatever the league decides, they'll try and be as fair as possible. There will be some teams that will be – will have – will uh, have a legitimate complaint about not being able to overcome a disadvantage they're going to be presented with by playing a game. Or with a win or a loss, um, that's that's going to be an interesting kind of. Yeah. Uh, you could. I mean, there's there's a gazillion ways to, to slice this. You could make for the Week 18 game for Cincinnati and Buffalo because they're against division opponents. Make it count for win. If the if Cincinnati wins, that means they win both the Bills game and the and the Baltimore game. And if they and if the Bills win against the Patriots, they win both the Bills game and the Cincinnati game, um, or vice versa. If they lose, they lose both. You know yeah. uh, that kind of thing. Both teams are in the playoffs no matter what. 
And that Week 18 game, you could make it doubly important or whatever. There is more comment coming from Troy Vincent, NFL Network's Judy Batista, who's clearly on the conference call with the executive vice president of football operations, Troy Vincent. Troy Vincent said the Pats-Bills game is on as scheduled for Sunday, but Troy Vincent did not rule out moving that game said the conversation has not been had, but all conversations with the Bills to this point have been about DeMar and the well-being of the players and the staff. Now, the well-being of the players and the staff obviously includes playing in an upcoming football game. So I think that's why Troy Vincent is not ruling it out. But obviously, if you move another game, while you still have a Week 17 game to address, that only complicates and muddies the waters all the more as to how you come up with a reasonable solution with the game that's been suspended indefinitely. We will take a break here. Uh, When we come back, more of your phone calls. So we'll address those at 803-0550-1888-550-2550. Plenty more coming up next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 